The Grow Your Mind podcast recognises Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the first people of this place, now known as Australia. We are grateful for the continuing care of the lands, waterways and skies here on Darwell Country, where we listen, learn and play. And from wherever you are listening, we respect the elders of the past, present and emerging, and we share our friendship and kindness. Welcome to the bright and shiny, refreshingly original, all new season four of the Grow Your Mind podcast, a show about mental health, the things that contest it, and ways to grow our resilience. Thanks to all you listeners who told us what topics you wanted to hear about. In season four, we have episodes on consent, the non-winners, emotional regulation, poor mental health, ghosting, and more. Usually, this show is hosted by kids, but we're changing things up a bit. In this series, you'll hear from kids, but also from some clever adults who know heaps about the topics we're exploring, including Alice, teacher and co-founder of Grow Your Mind. You might know Alice from our cheeky chats. Find them where you find this podcast. And now, we've also got bite-sized cheeky chats from kids too. This episode is about consent, which is now part of the school curriculum. To celebrate this fact, we have a song for your ears and hearts. or no, I listen to my body as it will know, in my tummy yeah I might feel sick, or my legs might feel heavy as some bricks, maybe my heart is starting to race, or I feel so hot all over my face, this is my body saying no, now I'll use my words to let people know that
Let's find out what consent means to these kids. Consent for me is like your own personal rules and boundaries about what people do to you or with you, like what you feel comfortable with. Consent means when you can say yes or no freely without the pressure of other people. It means like the permission you can give someone of what they can do to your body. To me, consent means being in control of your choices and your body. That people have to ask permission, you can say yes and you can say no. Awesome ideas there, everyone. Alice here, cheekily jumping into the Grow Your Mind podcast for just a minute. If I was in the classroom with you, what I'd also add about consent is that it's an agreement between people. If you consent to something, it means you give an enthusiastic yes to it, not a yeah, sure, or okay. Consent isn't a yes because you're afraid the other person will stop liking you or punish you in some way. Consent is also time specific. For example, if I say you can walk my dogs today, but then you rock up next week and just take them, I have not consented to this. I gave you permission to walk my dogs today, not a frequent flyer pass to walk them whenever you like. There's two other things to mention before the kids interview our guest expert. Thing one is to be able to consent to something, you need to know your boundaries. Grow Your Mind has a song about this. I've got boundaries, I've got boundaries. Only I decide what's down with me. I've got boundaries, I've got boundaries. Like an invisible line, that's how I see it. I've got boundaries, I've got boundaries. Only I decide what's down with me. I've got boundaries, I've got boundaries. Like an invisible line, that's how I see it. See, your personal boundaries tell you whether you want to do something or not. And when you know your boundaries, you can speak up. Like, I'm okay with hugging but I don't like kisses on my cheek. Or I like hangouts during the day, but I don't want to do sleepovers. And thing number two is that you also need to know how you're feeling and read your body's signals. Remember your sensitive octopus, the insular cortex? Representing your insular cortex, it's the sensitive octopus here who's a master at sensing what you're feeling inside your body and who can help you to be a good friend. So tune in to what your sensitive octopus might be telling you the next time you're asked to do something. Kicking off our new segment... Someone who knows a lot about stuff. It's Yumi Steins, podcaster, TV presenter and author of multiple award-winning books, including Welcome to Consent. Yay! Hey Yumi, thanks for taking part in the Grow Your Mind podcast and for your enthusiastic yes to being interviewed. My question is, how do you explain consent to kids who are in primary school? It's a pretty basic idea, I think, in that consent is just about permission given, granted or withheld. So, you know, can I go to the school swimming carnival, mum? Permission granted. Or no, you're not allowed because you've been really sick, so you're not allowed to go. So consent as a concept isn't that tricky, but some other factors that come into play can be really tricky. So one of the examples that we use in the book that I co-wrote with a doctor, um, Dr. Melissa Kang, was imagine if somebody wants to borrow your favourite T-shirt, okay? So that's a consent proposition. Can I borrow your T-shirt? And you can say yes or no, right? And let's say it's your little sister. It's easy to say, no, you can't borrow my T-shirt. But what about if the most popular kid 
in the class said, hey, I really want to borrow your T-shirt. Is it harder for you to say no, even if you want to? And what about if it's a teacher who says, hey, I want to borrow your T-shirt? Is it harder then even more to say no, even if you want to? So talking about consent, yeah, it's an easy idea, but sometimes the other factors that come into play complicate how easy or how hard it is to truly give consent. Once you've said yes to someone, can you change your mind? Yep, you can change your mind no matter how far along it's gone. Sometimes it's hard to say no. Yumi, do you have any ideas on how you could let someone know you don't want to do something without saying no? Yes, I do, Louis, and thank you for that thoughtful question because it's true that sometimes saying no is a really tricky thing to do because you feel like you're being defiant or you're going to get yourself in trouble um, or even just being rude and you don't want to hurt someone's feelings. So back to that idea of borrowing something that someone cares about, if you just say, yeah, nah, you might feel like, oh, that's too blunt. Um, So there are other ways to say no. And what's really important about understanding this lesson is understanding that there are also other ways to hear the word no. So you might be the one asking to borrow the shirt. You need to understand that if somebody's, say, for instance, clutching the shirt to their chest and shaking their head and looking really unhappy about the idea of handing it over, that's them using body language to say no. And you need to be listening to that and paying attention through observing what they're saying. So if you want to say no, but you feel scared to say the word no, you are absolutely allowed to use other words like, I don't really feel comfortable or I need to think about it or you're even allowed to blame someone else, which is a classic for kids. I find this really helpful sometimes to say my mum wouldn't let me. So you're not being the bad guy. You're saying, listen, I would love to lend you my shirt, but my mum will get super cranky, so I won't. So there are many other ways to say the word no if you feel like no is too direct. And culturally, there are some cultures um, who feel that sort of direct communication is embarrassing um, or a bit shameful. So you'll find that different people from different backgrounds may struggle to say no in that direct blunt way more than others. So it's really important for us to find ways to listen. And if you're ever not sure, like if you're, and and I'm talking about, you know, you could go further, like, I want to hold your hand, that physical intimacy question. If you said to somebody, um, can I hold your hand? And they said, I'm not sure, or I don't know. I think it's really worth understanding that you may as well take that as a no. If they're not sure, tip that over a little bit into no territory and give them the chance if they want to come back and maybe say, yeah, I'm all right, I'm up for holding hands. If kids have any more questions about consent, where should they go, Yumi? Well, there's a lot of resources now, but as I mentioned before, I wrote a book that's designed for people just your age. It's called Welcome to Consent. It's really easy to read and it explains things very clearly. Thanks so much for coming on the Grow Your Mind podcast, Yumi. Oh, thanks for having me, you guys. I really enjoyed the conversation and I hope you got something out of it. This story takes place inside your head where five animals who represent the key parts of the brain are hanging out. Sensitive octopus, your insular cortex is here. There's guard dog, your amygdala. And wise owl, your prefrontal cortex. There's also elephant who tries to remember your hippocampus.
and the sifting sooty, your reticular activating system. Along with performing their different roles and duties, they also chat a lot, especially after you've moved your body, practiced gratitude and got in a good sleep. You know, the usual brain health boosting activities. In this story, we are listening to a conversation between the sensitive octopus and the guard dog. Do you remember what parts of the brain they represent? That's right, the octopus is the part of your brain that notices bodily sensations and tries to imagine how someone else might be feeling. And the guard dog is the part that decides if you should fight, flee or freeze and asks, is this a threat, a challenge or an opportunity? When sensations like a racing heart or sweaty palms are observed by the octopus, the question of fight, flee or freeze is super important. Woof! Guard dog here, feeling super relaxed after that swim this morning. How about you, my eight-legged sea creature friend? <sighs> Fantastic, thanks. A bit thirsty, though, and a tad sleepy, too. I've got some hot chocolate here. It will wake you up and have you barking in no time. Would you like some? Mmm, okay. Great. There you go. Drink up. Mmm. Why aren't you drinking it? I've changed my mind and I don't feel like it. But you said yes. I sort of said yes, but I changed my mind. I really don't feel like it. But yes means yes. You can't change your mind. Why did you say yes in the first place? I didn't want to upset you or make you mad. Sorry, guard dog, but you do have a reputation for losing your temper from time to time. I just don't want the hot chocolate. I'm going to take a nap instead. I don't like people changing their minds, going back on their word. This doesn't feel like a threat or an opportunity, but it does feel like a challenge. I'm going to get sensitive octopus to drink this hot chocolate. Mmm, let's see. Yes, I'll tip it into their mouth while they're sleeping. Guard dog, I've got hot chocolate all over my arms. What on earth are you doing? I said I didn't want any hot chocolate. But you did say yes at first and yes means you wanted it. Guard dog. I didn't say yes enthusiastically, and anyway, I changed my mind. I withdrew my consent. And by the way, I was asleep. You can't give consent if you're asleep. Well, if you don't drink this hot chocolate, I'll bark all day in your ear, and then I'll wake up the other animals and tell them to stop talking to you. Oh, please don't do that. Well, drink the hot chocolate. Okay. That sounds like an enthusiastic yes to me. You know what, guard dog? I did not consent to this hot chocolate. You just threatened me and forced me to say yes. That's not an enthusiastic yes. You can take your drink and stick it where the sun doesn't shine. And if the animals stop talking to me, shame on you. Sorry, but did you just say to put that... Hey, keep your butt out of it. Alrighty then. We are taking this up to fret level. Don't you ever talk about my butt. I didn't mean that butt, guard dog. I meant keep your sorry butt free, or it isn't a sorry. A little recap for you. I'm sorry, the key sorry. is to keep sorry but free with a genuine apology. Don't ask for anything in... Oh, I see. I would suggest you go back to that question you always ask yourself. Is this a threat, 
a challenge or an opportunity. You have the opportunity right now to make amends and learn about what consent is and is not. Okay, maybe I'll re-listen to that consent song. Thanks, sensitive octopus. That day, the guard dog rose to the challenge. They educated themselves about consent, particularly the part about looking out for someone's body language when you ask them a question. Guard dog delivered a heartfelt and butt-free apology and worked on their reaction to friends changing their mind. Guard dog also committed to seeing it as an opportunity to be respectful. You know, stories that have an octopus, hot chocolate and the guard dog are some of my favourite stories. What about you? Thanks to all the kids in this episode and to Yumi for her excellent insights. Before we say goodbye, we have a challenge for you. This week, listen to your body if someone asks you to do something. And I'm not talking about picking up your clothes or doing your homework. More like if someone asks you to play a game or come over to their place. Listen to your body before you say yes. And before hugging someone, ask them first if it's okay. Then look and listen. Thanks for listening and share the show with your mates.